you know, when I wrote my book, obviously I knew that I would love to sell as many copies as possible. But somewhere along the way, I also decided that I don't want to do this just as an income generator. I want to do this as an impact generator. And so there is an important aspect as a woman of God, as a Christian, that the kingdom is most important. Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast by Faith and Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith and Gather community as we become faith-inspired to tackle the messy and embrace the beautiful areas of life. We're going to meet you right where you're at, right when you need it, by helping you live a less stressed, more joy-filled life lived by bold faith and walking in obedience. You have a God-sized calling, but you don't have to choose between your sanity or juggling it all. We'll keep you one step ahead, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith-inspired. Because faith is not just a belief. It's a lifestyle. Have you ever had a dream, a burning desire to do something you knew was from God, but you couldn't take the next step to move forward? I've been sitting on a dream of mine for more than half a year. A lot has played into my stalling, but fear, perfectionism, and the need to grab hold of the outcome have frozen me in place. Can you relate to that? Ecclesiastes 11.4 says, Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. So to see your vision come to reality, you must get started and trust God. Daphne K. Johnson, a speaker, associate minister, and the author of She Said Yes!, It's Time to Answer the Call to Purpose helps accomplished Christian women who desire to do more, clarify their purpose, and commit to using their gifts to serve others. I asked Daphne to be on the podcast to help me get unstuck and put pedal to the metal and to light a fire within you too. So listen in as Daphne and I chat about how to ignite a fire within you that motivates you to stop stalling on your dreams and show up and serve the people God has called you to impact. Hey, Daphne, welcome to the Faith Inspire podcast. Erica, hi. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm excited to be with you and obviously to talk to your listeners as well. Yeah, thank you for being on. I'm excited as well because we are chatting about dreams and purpose today and how to say yes quit stalling and get the show on the road, which is something that I need to hear personally today. So let's get to it. (laughs) So I want to start off by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and then your story of why you're so passionate of helping women specifically say yes to their gifts and their purpose. Wonderful. I am Daphne Johnson author of She Said Yes, It's Time to Answer the Call to Purpose. I also have another book, a devotional that I wrote several years ago that actually plays an integral part in how I came to writing this book. I'm very passionate about saying yes to the call and purpose that God has for you because I believe that there's something inside of you that's of value and that God wants to, A, get glory from you sharing your gifts, but B, he gave you that gift because it's meant to be a blessing, not only to you, but to someone else, someone who is waiting for you to do that thing that you've been called to do. And I mentioned my other devotional, and I will tell you that what sparked me writing my current book is that devotional was written over 10 years ago, 
And I had a wake-up call, actually, when I was in a season of my life saying, you know what, I feel like there's something more that I could be or should be doing. And, you know, sometimes things, your dreams and things that you want to do kind of keep you up at night or they have you questioning and searching. And I was just in that space. Um, At the time, I was working for a company as a recruiter, and I interviewed a woman for a position. And at the end of that interview, she responded with a thank you, which, you know, most people do. They send a thank you note to the interviewer. And in that note, she asked the question, are you a writer? And I thought, wow, I wonder where this is coming from. And I responded and I said, yes, I am, by the way. And I was curious to know why she asked. And so her response was, I did not want to miss the opportunity to tell you thank you. And she went on to tell the story of how she came across my devotional that was written more than 10 years ago during a time in her life when she really needed it. And it was at that moment that I realized that Okay, Daphne, you should be writing because if the words that you write and share to encourage and inspire others met someone at a critical need, she was actually in a shelter, had left a a domestic violence situation, her and her children, and she said that my book met her when she was at an all-time low. So that was my aha moment that what I've been gifted to do is really meant to be a blessing to others. And I had been thinking about this current book but it was kind of on the back burner. Anybody who's a mom or who works or whatever would know what you know the back burner looks like. And it was then that I decided that I do need to get that off the back burner and I need to say yes and work on the project that had been in my heart for a couple of years because I found out that when you say yes and when you're obedient, there's a perfect timing involved. And I didn't want to miss that window. Wow. Thank you for sharing that story. And yes, there is a back burner, a serious back burner if you are especially a mom. And we'll get to that. (laughs) We'll get to that because there's a little bit of my story wrapped in that as well. Before we do that, I want to set the foundation. You have an acronym, YES, which is a part of your book title that means something and it really holds a lot of weight. So can you walk us through the acronym of YES and what each step means? Sure. The first one, why, it means that I'm yielded. It means that I have the understanding that God has a purpose and a plan for me and for my life, and that I'm going to agree with him and partner with him to do the thing that he placed inside of me to do. And so by doing so, that is a step of obedience. And so just to kind of connect it to the book, my book is written, undergirded by the story of Mary. And she was approached by the angel Gabriel, who said to her, I have an assignment from you from God. And after she contemplated it, she agreed and she said yes. And we know her yes made the difference for all of us who believe in Jesus Christ as our Savior. So the next step is E. It means empowered. I am empowered by the Holy Spirit to do what God has called me to do. So what that tells me is that I don't have to really try to figure it out. It doesn't require a whole lot of education or searching. It really means that I'm trusting that God will lead me and guide me as I take each step along the way. So, you know, sometimes we can overthink things. And sometimes we can hesitate because we don't quite have clarity or understand exactly what it is 
that we want to do or what we've been called to do, but it's because God equips us. And he even tells us that he formed us and fashioned us in our mother's womb. He knew us before we were even born. And that purpose was actually planted in us before we were even born. So just taking that discovery with him allows us to then S and that's show up and serve. So we show up because we've said yes. We show up because we understand that we've been empowered by the Holy Spirit to do the work that God has called us to do. And we serve others with our gifts. And that's what YES is to me. It's a beautiful acronym. Beautiful acronym. So how do we quit stalling? Because I'm in an area of my life right now where I have something that he's given me. He's given me Faith and Gather, and he's given me the Faith Inspired Podcast, and I believe that I have been obedient to that and following that, but now he's given me something that feels big and weighty, and I don't even know where to start. Like I don't. I think that's where I'm stalled right now is where do I even start the process? And it's been, as of this recording, about eight months since I've had this download, and it was a divine download when I literally had thought of something as I was going to bed the night before. I was going to bed one night, and I just had this vision, this literal vision of seeing the place that I'm supposed to steward. And I woke up the next day, and the song that was playing in my head the night before was actually the devotional that I read that next morning, which you know when you get multiple signs from God, multiple things happening, you know it's like it's it's a thing you are supposed to do. God is speaking to you. So there was many of these signs, many of these types of visions and downloads, and it's been eight months since then. So I am stalling. So for me and the listeners who are sitting on something that they know God has called them to, they're either not doing it because they're fearful, they're not doing it because they have a busy schedule and they have children, or they feel like they're not equipped. How do we get off and start moving? You know, that's a really excellent question. And I will tell you that some advice that was given to me before I began working on my book is that I need to just run a God experiment. I know that God has called me to do this. I really believe that this is something he's placed in my heart. And although I don't have all of the steps figured out, because sometimes we can try and figure out all the steps, right? Um, Just begin, take the first step and he will equip you and bring resources and clarification to you along the way. So my, my first piece of advice would be to take the first step. The second thing is sometimes we make it a little bit more grand or weighty than we need to. And we understand that perhaps there is a major calling related to whatever it is God has told us. But understand that your little contribution, your small contribution is going to make a difference for somebody else. And one of the things I really like to say is stop blocking your blessings and stop blocking somebody else's blessings. Because the thing is, when you're stalled, you might miss that window of being available with that resource God put into you to help someone else who needs what it is that's inside of you. And just like I shared the story about the young lady who read my devotional while she was in a shelter, what if I hadn't written that book? What if I hadn't done it at the time that I did it? And even though I still don't know how my devotional got into a shelter. 
But we know how it got into a shelter, if we think about it, right? So that one act of obedience allowed God to do the rest and to move and to place the devotional where it needed to be at the time it was needed for the person who needed the inspiration and the guidance. So I would say, take the first step, run a God experiment. If you need to course correct, then course correct. It doesn't have to be perfect. That's the third thing I want to say. Sometimes, and I'm guilty, um, we are perfectionists and we want to do it absolutely right. And we think that if we can't do it right, we're not going to do it at all. But my belief is that progress that's imperfect is better than no progress at all. And so you take the step, you run the God experiment, and you do it without having to be connected to it being perfected. And also, don't worry about the outcome. I have found that if you are so worried about the outcome and who's going to like it or who's going to appreciate it, then that really takes God's hand off of it because God is controlling the outcome. Blessed to be a blessing. That's something that the church I attend says all the time. We are blessed to be a blessing. And I hear that in what you are saying. And I also feel like you're speaking directly to me about the outcome and having God's hand taken off of it. Because I think that's partly of where I'm stalled with this vision is there's a reality to living to life. And reality is oftentimes you need to make money. You need to make money to live. And so the outcome is, well, I put all this time and energy. What do I charge? What does it look like? All of that. And I feel like I have stalled because the favor I feel like has come off of me because I'm not looking at the picture of the blessed to be a blessing and that I'm trusting in God that he will provide. He will move it forward. I don't need all the details. He's just waiting for me to be obedient to take that next step and not worry about the outcome and just trust that whatever happens is what needs to happen. And I'm also reminded of um, just this week has really encouraged me with a few different women and individuals coming to me about, um, there was a situation where I was awarded as a finalist for a fun event last year. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, you know, this is great. This will be great publicity for Faith and Gather. You know, I'll get more individuals on my email. I'll have more listenership with the podcast, thinking of all those kind of business things you know, in thinking of me as we're so human and prone to do. Well, since that event, the connections that God has made, not for me, but the people that I have been able to bless with the content of Faith and Gather or just the way it works. So for example, a woman came up to me last week at this event, I did a giveaway to get email addresses. So in my head, I'm thinking email addresses, the business side of things. Well, she won the giveaway and she came up to me last week, a a year later at this event and said, Hey, Erica, I'm the one who won the giveaway. And it was this beautiful Lululemon pink belt bag, just really super cute, super trendy and a few other things. And she said, I just want to let you know that was super meaningful to me. And especially the color pink, because I had just gotten done with my second breast cancer surgery. And it was so impactful and just kind of like a God wink for her. And again, multiple times because of this event, God has had me realize, Erica, it's not about you. 
It's not about you. I have given you these skills and talents and you love the color pink. And I knew that about you. And I knew that you loved pretty things. And so I wanted you to buy that for this woman so then she could know that I love her where she is at in her life right now. And so to remember, just going back about the outcome, like for me personally, and I think listeners too, we get so fixated on the outcome and it, those tangible things that we're told to focus on when he's just really wanting us to bless others, just like your devotional did for that woman in the shelter. Yeah. And I would even add to that, that sometimes we are focused on the destination as opposed to enjoying the journey. Yeah. And what you just shared reminded me that I share with my readers that this is not just, um, it's a purpose journey. And so as you go along the way, things will be revealed to you and things will happen for you and through you that you may not even have ever thought would happen or that you will have planned. And so if you avail yourself to just taking the journey and that is more meaningful and more impactful, I believe, than just being so focused on crossing the finish line. Sometimes we are focused on getting the project done or you know, getting the book done or whatever it is that you're working on. But if we focus on the fact that this is a journey, not only am I taking a journey, but the people God brings into my circle will also be a part of that journey. I think we're conditioned nowadays to get to point A to point B. Just, you know, what is, what's the outcome? I keep using that word, but really like, what is the benefit to it? We're always thinking of, okay, what... How are we either going to, in business, like make a profit or, you know, we're always setting goals and goals are fantastic, but like, what is, what's that outcome of that goal? Like, what do we want to achieve for it? And we always strive for that goal to hit the goal and miss the fact of what all the beauty that is happening in between, you know, how we're being refined or how our mental state is changing, whatever it may be. And just forget that the journey, I mean, I just, I always so... (laughs) worry that at the end of our lives, we're going to just be like, oh my gosh, I missed it. Like I missed all that God had for me because I just kept chasing and chasing and chasing. Yeah. I believe that we need to take our eyes off of, and you talked about there being an income element. You know, when I wrote my book, obviously I knew that I would love to sell as many copies as possible, but somewhere along the way, I also decided that I don't want to do this just as an income generator. I want to do this as an impact generator. And so there is an important aspect as a woman of God, as a Christian, that the kingdom is most important in this equation. And so at the end of the day, when I've done all that I know to do, I feel confident that I've made a contribution to the kingdom. And will I be rewarded for that? I will be rewarded for that not only because I believe God will be pleased with my obedience and even with some sacrifices that I've made along the way, but also I believe that I will have left some legacy that has changed someone's life, someone's mindset, and I'm good with that. That's good. It's real, real good. Just a shift in perspective. Yeah. And what a beautiful thing that as Christians, we get to have that. We get to have that to hold on to, that we don't have to hold on to these worldly things as our drivers, but just that an eternal purpose of the kingdom of God and that that people matter and our impact with people and eternity matters over everything else. Yeah, but I believe also that God has given our gifts to make room for us. 
And what room for us means is that we shouldn't have to worry about, you know, whether the lights are on or whether the bills are paid. So if we're trusting in him and if we're honoring him, then I believe he'll also take care of us as well. Amen. 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 And he always does. I am interested to know some specifics. So you gave the devotional example, but really other times in your life where you were stalling on your dream and how you moved forward and the outcome of that. Yeah, I will tell you that this is not related to the book. It's just related to a personal goal of mine. I'm a mom and I shared that with you. My children are actually adults now. Um, But while they were smaller, I didn't really focus on career. I didn't really focus on advancing my education beyond my bachelor's degree. But once they were adults, I decided it's my time. And so even though I felt like I put it off over time with raising my kids, I don't have any regrets about that. But I did decide the timing was right. And I went back to school. I got a graduate degree. There were points during that time that I wondered why I was doing it. But I will say that I even felt like God wanted to allow me to go ahead and start advancing as it related to my career. And so I was able to do that. I was satisfied that I'd raised my children. I went back, I got a graduate degree. And shortly after, I was promoted on my job. Now, I will tell you that that was a good thing for me as it relates to just my confidence and having set that goal and achieved it. But the one thing I realized, though, promotions on your job and degrees really still don't always fully satisfy your purpose. So it was after I'd done all of that that I still had that nagging feeling that there has to be more to life than this. And that's because God wanted me to keep the focus on the purpose that was inside of me as it relates to my writing. And so I still make sure that I focus on that purpose, regardless of where I am in my career, because I do work a nine to five as well at this time. And so I am happy that he allows me that balance. But that was one of the things that I had put off and I decided to go ahead and go for it. I appreciate you sharing that because something that God's been revealing to me lately has been that you can have your vocation And then you can have your purpose be separate. And I think something that I ingrained in my own head is that they have to be all one and the same. That you have to, like for me, that running Faith and Gather should be everything. You know, like that's that's just all that I do. And maybe that is what God wants me to do is use the whole company and like that's just the trajectory of what he wants for me. But seeing it for other people and even potentially myself that you can have a vocation where you have these amazing skills and talents and say yes to God in that area too, but then he can call you to a different purpose, you know, outside of your nine to five or whatever your hours are for something completely different and that it doesn't all have to be just one stream that you're working and using your skills and talents for, you know, his purposes. You know, that's a really important point. And I believe that listeners really need to hone in on that because sometimes that's one of the causes for us to hesitate because we believe that we have to dedicate 100% of our time to whatever it is that God has called us to do, or it has to be our vocation. And oftentimes our vocation and that purpose that God will use to help others and glorify others aren't necessarily the same thing. And so the key is finding a little bit of balance and being able to take small steps towards um, fulfilling that 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 thing that keeps you up at night, that thing that um, you've always wanted to do and you probably would do if nobody paid you. 
that thing that you're really good at, and it almost comes um, naturally to you. You know, that's purpose. That's purpose calling you when someone taps you on the shoulder because you're the best person to ask to present at a ceremony because you have a way with words, or you're the best person to review their resume because you've been in the industry for a long time and you can help people get their resumes together and do their jobs, or you bake like nobody's business. And so you can prepare, you know, the cake for the wedding or whatever it is. Those are things that are purposeful and they meet the needs of others, but they don't have to be your full-time J-O-B. Yes. Yes. They can be, but they don't have to be. And so leaning on God, like, where is he guiding you to? What does that look like for you? And to be okay with that. Wonderful. Thank you so very much, Daphne. This is really insightful. I do want to give you time to share where the listeners can connect with you and then also where they can purchase your book and then your devotional as well. My book is on my website and that's at www.shesaidyes.live. And on the page that you'll find when you go to my website, my seven-day purpose devotional that's free. You could actually sign up for that. And that'll just take you through seven steps that follow the letters of purpose, P-U-R-P-O-S-E, just to give you some more insight and to develop some inspiration around what it means to walk in embrace and embrace your purpose. My book can also be purchased there and my socials are also on that website. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. And then one more question for you. I want to know what brought you joy today? Wow. What brought me joy today? I will tell you that um, my granddaughter was here this morning. She didn't have school and she spent the night and it was beautiful to have her, even though I started my work day, but for her to come in to me and say good morning to me on my work day on a day that I normally don't see her. So I had the opportunity to spend some time with her today. So fun. So fun. Yeah. Grandchildren are a blessing. That's for sure. Well, thank you again, Daphne. Really appreciate you. Just really appreciate your insight into purpose and getting going and moving and quitting stalling. This was a great word for me today, something that I needed to hear. And I know the listeners will will really benefit from it as well. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And I appreciate the invitation again. It was such a pleasure talking with you. You are blessed to be a blessing. I hope this episode was the push you needed to get into gear and take the next step. You don't need to know the destination. You just need to know that God is your guide. Keep him and who he's put in your path front and center so your blessings can be theirs too. I'm so grateful you spent time today listening to this episode. If you were encouraged by what you heard, share the love with other women you know and send them the link to this episode. Just think how many more women could be blessed with faith-inspired encouragement. Love and prayers, Erica. Congrats on saying yes to a life filled with joy and Jesus. If you want more, head to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the resources mentioned in today's episode. Be sure to subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform to stay faith-inspired. And remember, faith is not just a belief, it's a lifestyle.